Guys, how's it going? Welcome back to the SoCal Watch Reviews podcast. I am Kill, coming to you straight from Southern California. It is seven something, seven oh eight on a Sunday morning. Yeah, I would fan. say that I'm tired, but I'm, I'm I'm used to this. P, we've been doing this for well over a year, seventy three yeah. episodes in. God, yes, man. Sir. how you doing? Oh man, I'm very very tired. You know my my oh, Saturday nights so always be rough. You know what I mean Hennessy VSOP. I oh, like, I was gonna say rough. You know I mean? Yeah, so yeah, so you know, you already know, man. Episode seventy three, and we have mm-hmm. a very very special guest, friend first and foremost, yes. friend. Yes, sir. Really good. Absolutely, friend. absolutely. He's, he's been in the podcast before. Yeah, he's alumni. At this point, he's alumni for sure. Yeah, he is. He's family, man. So yeah, do the intro. Yo, listen. We got a brother, okay? Look, he, he already know what's coming. Move your hands, move your hands. You can smile, you can blush. It's cool, man. It's fine. It's fine, okay? These intros, I know these intros. Yeah, the start of the show, baby. We have our man, hailing from Cali. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Look at the brother. Look at the brother. Look at Westside. You know what I'm saying? We got the homie, Brandon Manicio. What's up, baby? What's going on? What's going on? Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks Love for coming people. on, buddy. Now that you're all successful, I'm surprised you said yes. No, I'm, I'm just <laughs> no, no. I want to be you on. Say yes. <laughs> I'm begging to come on. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so okay, let's let's pee. Let's let's go back and let's tell people uh, uh, about Brandon, right? So he, he right. came on and all the success. It's crazy, man. Right. I mean, yeah, it ah. is. Yes, sir. Yeah, I came on what with? Uh, I think I only had like one YouTube video the first time I came on. One or two, maybe just two. One. I think I think it was two. no two, two. So okay. you had the Jordans, two. and then oh, you yeah. had that yeah. the Tudor Black Bay Fifty. Yeah, that, that was that's the reason I found you because I was like, "That's an amazing video. Who is this right. guy?" <laughs> and did you hit? I think did you have a thousand subscribers? You had less uh, I don't at remember. the time. I don't think I had a thousand yet. Uh, I really don't there. remember. I, I don't he was remember. Almost there when yeah. we found him. He was almost there, but his his video had like thirty eight thousand views or something, yeah, which I'm yeah. sure now has ridiculous numbers. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I got lucky with that video. I think I, I think because I released it a couple of days before or after the Black Blade Blue came out. Hmm, I think I just yeah. got real lucky with the algorithm. Right. There, so, but I mean, luck definitely plays a factor in. Um, and things and i'll give you an example obviously my my seiko spb 143 video is like the highest viewed video on my channel right like 36 yeah. 000, 37 but people still don't subscribe it doesn't really matter and i have other videos that have not close to it but over ten thousand. people still don't subscribe so whatever you're doing you're doing something right and i wish you had a secret that you could tell all those all those youtubers but the thing the reality is is you probably don't even know you're like yeah. i'm just doing right. my thing you know yeah, I think that the biggest thing for me that to work on is the consistency. I think if I get better consistency, I notice that the subscriber count kind of gets a little higher. That's the only thing that I noticed for me. I don't know. But who knows? I don't know. But the quality of your content is great, man. Not, number one, you have some really cool watches on your channel because you partnered up with a with a with a big boys. I don't know if you want to can you even talk about your partnership or yeah, yeah. Oh, I work man. with uh, Crown and Caliber. They're awesome. So they, um, I don't know what they saw in me. I think at the time I had like two or three watch videos out and they, um, I guess they saw the videos and they reached out to me and they liked what they saw and they were like, hey, you guys want to partner up or do you want to partner up with us? And I was like, uh, duh, <laughs> of course. Right, right. <laughs> so we've been partnering for, I don't know how long now, four months or so. And it's been great so far. Yeah. They're that's great. super cool i'm lucky super they lucky. give you a lot of rules on on how to how long you keep the the watch for uh i get the watch for uh i don't think there's a time frame uh just as long as i take to sort of uh take a look at it and see if i like it or not and then they don't really restrict me on anything i say about it so that that's what i'm uh, really happy about no real that's... restrictions they're just like do what you do that's like, so cool. cool, man. Yeah, that's what's up. And then and a lot gets... of times I borrow watches that I like. I don't really pick anything that I dislike. So uh, usually the, the critiques aren't too harsh because it's something that the I yeah. collected. Yeah. So right. do you do you get to be like a like a kid in a candy store and just go to their website and say, oh, I want this one yeah. or whatever? It's nuts. Yeah. It's wild. It's really wild. Mm. Because early on, like a lot of you guys, you guys probably know, like when you 
like Rolexes are hard to get. Rolexes are hard to see, right? And yeah. at the time, I've never really held, I've held some Rolexes, but not a lot. And then once I had the ability to just check some out, it was wild. I got, I picked all the heavy hitters and stuff. And, and yeah. I was in love at first, but my love has gone down a little bit with the uh, Rolex that is. Uh, because uh, I actually got to hold them. They're still great, yeah. but, uh, but, but yeah, it gives you a chance to actually hold watches that you yeah. just dream about. So it's cool. Any, any chance of getting like some high-end stuff like APs and... I uh, haven't uh, requested any yet. Um, I will though. <laughs> I definitely it's will. It's <laughs> yeah. coming. I will definitely try. <laughs> man, that's cool. Well, before we move forward, uh, customary wristwatch check. What are you wearing, man? Oh, I'm wearing the Grand Seiko SBGJ two three five baby GS all the way. Nice, that's beautiful, yeah, man. Nice. Yeah, yes, Brandon has a heavy hitting collection, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> I well, love I sold, his watches. I sold a lot. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe you sold his uh, Black Bay fifty eight. Remember, P? Oh yeah. no, I'm never gonna sell it. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, this is. Uh, yeah. We go back. You can go. Uh, go right. Yeah, go, go listen, listen to the episode. I told them my lifetime this watch one forever. Nah, mm, I, mm, that that crown and caliber thing ruined me. The the yeah. uh, the ability to check out a bunch of watches. Oh, it throws. Is that what it was for you? Because I I'm I'm curious. I mean, that BB58 is a beautiful watch, and I mean, yeah. you've had it for a long time. Is that what ruined it for you then? Just checking out better watches. It's not just better watches. It's it's different options uh, because, yeah. like I said, when you when you a lot of times you don't get the chance to, to handle a lot of watches. And I luckily did. And I got to see other things that are out there. And uh, it just kind of, it's not that I dislike the Black Bay now. It's just that I, my tastes have changed a little bit. And um, the, a lot of things about the Black Bay I started to dislike were the, the fact that it was a vintage, vintage inspired watch. And that was just, it was just threw me off a little bit. And I wanted just a watch that's not vintage inspired. So I don't think I'll ever do vintage inspired again. Got it. That's what mm. hit me. And I was like, eh, I got to sell this thing. Wow. Was that why you had the downfall with Rolex or what? No, it had nothing to do with uh, the whole feelings about Rolex. It was just the fact that it was like, a lot of times folks have watches that are like 20, 30 years old, right? Um, but when the Black Bay 58 is 20, 30 years old, in my opinion, it's like, okay, this is a vintage watch now that's also vintage inspired. And I just, yeah. it was just weird to me. I don't know. And then I used to not mind Fotina, but and I, that watch didn't have too much Fotina. It was more like the gilt dial and just the made-to-look-old thing, I, I'm not really doing anymore. I, it's, I'm just not a huge fan. I like the watch. It fits perfectly, but I, I, that's just not something I'm going to mm. do anymore. I don't know. It's just yeah. me, though. I right, know right. other people like it, but for me, uh, I'm done with that. Taste wow. change. Taste yeah, change. yeah, taste change big time. Right. Well, I was really surprised to see your Explorer go. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> like, <laughs> man, this thing. guy just keeps surprising me. Yeah, that's the thing. I think early on, like, I didn't get to handle watches. And then Instagram, YouTube, and you kind of followed the hype, right? And everyone yeah. says the Explorer 1 is the perfect watch. And it was a great, great watch, just not for me. I think that it was a little too small on my wrists. And, um, yeah, it was too small. Uh, I think 36 millimeters in a sports watch fits me small, but on a dress watch, it's fine. So... I think I bought into the hype too much and, and I like it a lot. I still think it's a great watch and, and um, I would recommend it for a lot of people, but just not me. <coughs> got it. Well, before we get into more questions, cause we got a lot more, we want to talk about things. Mm -hmm. P Ross, I'm interested to know what you're wearing, buddy. Uh, my uh, brand new acquisition, vintage Omega from 1980. Ooh. You know what I mean? A Seamaster? Yes, sir. Nah, DeVille. DeVille. Nice. <coughs> nice. Yes, sir. And that's to celebrate like something, it. right, P. Ross? Nice. Yes, yes. To celebrate my new promotion at work, you know, so. Congratulations. Congrats. Congrats. It's a good thing, man. Yes, sir. The boss, yes, man. Well, I don't know if you're a boss or not, but. Always. Always. He's always a boss, man. Always. So today, <laughs> I haven't worn this in a while, but I, I am wearing my vintage Seiko 5 Actus mm. from the 1960s Salmon Dial yeah. on its original bracelet. 
it's something that about bracelet vintage. is wild. It's cool, right? Yeah, it's it's weird. It's like an engineered bracelet. I I don't know. It's it's crazy, and it says Seiko Actus in the bottom. Sorry, man. Then you probably can't see it. It's on my yeah. Instagram, oh, but I've no, nice. it's it's really blurry. But whatever. It has uh, yeah, it's service. My boy Omar from Timeless Sneakers and Watches sold it to me, so it was oh, nice. vintage baby, and I picked it up from him. So yeah, man, this nice. will always mark our nice. our our friendship and when we met and, and it's cool. It's one of those, uh, my wife was wearing it yesterday. We had a little family get together now that everybody's vaccinated and everybody wants to get together and whatnot. Right. Oh, you're um, vaccinated. No, I'm not, but they are, oh. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. So, um, I, I know you guys are probably vaccinated, but me, yeah, I'm vaccinated. Yeah. I mean, we could have a whole conversation. Double shots, about baby. It. <laughs> I'm a chicken when it, when it comes to shout out to Pfizer. Side effects. Shout out shout to out. Pfizer. <laughs> Hooking us up with that life. <laughs> no, man, to be honest with you, it's like I, I, I think if we have to, we will. But at this point, it's kind of one of those things that is like the long term side effects like we don't know about. And we're one of those paranoid people that I won't even take Tylenol if something hurts. I, oh. I just don't like putting things in my body. I'm like super weird. My wife is, too. And and it's like I, I guess COVID's been around long enough that it's like we're not really scared of it anymore i think we're more scared of the side effects than COVID, which is weird and also another thing that probably people don't know is like we both work from home we don't really go out or, or mingle with people or do anything you know so we're never around people and that's the way it's been for a long time not way before COVID. and i know eventually we'll probably get it if it's been out long enough maybe right now we just feel like it's too too new but everybody in the family my in-laws my mom my everybody everybody has the, the the shot and the vaccine but what i don't appreciate and and this is to everybody listening is when people start giving you crap for how you want to live your lifestyle or whatever you know and they start at, at first they'll they'll cite with you right like oh yeah it's scary i don't know i don't know if i'm gonna get it and yeah i know we're on the fence and once they get it then they feel like they're against you like well i got it why don't you get it and that, right, why right. and it's like don't tell me what to do <laughs> hey man it's your decision man yeah how do you yeah. guys feel about it you guys not scared i mean you just went through with it i mean i just did it you know i will I, I was figuring like i would rather have it than not have it and catch COVID and die <laughs> But you, you know you, what I mean. You you thought about it for a while though. I mean, you struggled with it. It was yeah. I just thought like about it for session. a while. Yeah, I thought about it for a while. Me and my wife talked about it. She just got hers done last week. So, got it. You no, know. Brandon. What about yeah, you? Yeah, I, I didn't think too much about it. I think uh, I got all these shots when I was in other jobs and didn't think twice about it. I don't. I didn't know why I would think twice about this one. Call me a sheep. <laughs> Bye. Sheep. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> But but uh, yeah, I didn't think too much about it. Yeah. What about your wife and your family? Yeah, yeah. Got we it? all, for the most part, just got it. Yeah, we because I, I've gotten shots before that weren't you know uh, quite politicized. Not even thinking about it, and I was like, why am I going to think about it this time? Um, yeah. I mean, I thought about it a little bit. Like, hey, no one's it, it is approved by the CDC, and everything seems to be all good. But I didn't do you know deep research into it. Well, look what happened to Johnson and Johnson, right? Didn't they like pause it or something? And that was pretty scary. It's like, yeah. oh, wait, what? Yeah. Blood yeah, clots and people dying. Uh, I think those were very few, though. Right, um, but, six, but still, six you never know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's side effects to everything, and there's risks involved with everything. And like I said, I, I I think at one point everybody in the world should have the COVID vaccine. So I'm not against that. We just feel like it's too early on, and it's like. I know it's going to be mandatory because we're starting to see it right with the colleges and everything. And our son, he's little. You think you know, it'll so. be mandatory? I didn't. I didn't. Well, I, I guarantee it's going to be mandatory if you want to go to school. I mm. guarantee it's going to be mandatory if you want to travel, right? Mm. If you want to go into a country or something. I don't, it, it, we're starting to see that already. Like with yeah. colleges, some of them are already like universities are like, oh, well, really? if you want to come here, you need it's mandatory. So I guarantee it's going to be elementary, high school, you know, whatever. I'm pretty confident Whoa. it's going to be mandatory. I didn't know that. I haven't been checking the news too much. I've been ever since the last uh, oh man the news was crazy for a while so I took a huge break from it <laughs> and yeah. it feels great. <laughs> so but it's kind of like after you get it you just stop watching it. You know what I mean? Like you got it and you just done with it so. 
You're like, well, if I'm going to die or turn into a gremlin, it's all good. <laughs> Everything's good except for this extra toe I'm growing here. <laughs> Is that <Right>. normal? <laughs> the, the rewriting of DNA. <laughs> oh, man. So let me ask you something. So you you sold some heavy pieces, and it's fair to say you're making an assumption that you have that money available to buy something else. Have you really given it some thought? Like, what's next? Oh, yeah. So the next watch is the, for now at least, it's the Grand Seiko White Birch. That thing is gorgeous. I Mm. love that thing, but it is a little bit uh, pricier than my other watches. It's 9,000. Right. Yeah, ninety one hundred. Um, mm. I'm hearing though that ADs are offering a discount. Some of my friends told me so. Um, you know, maybe a little above eight thousand is my guess. Um, but we'll see. But yeah, that's the. Oh, I once I saw that thing, I, I fell in love. So that's that's the one. And the, the the good thing about that one is that it's a regular production watch, so it's not mm-hmm. limited edition. Um, I don't have to rush to get it. Um, I can just wait it out, you know, save what I need to save and then get it. And then in the meantime, say it takes me six months, a year. So if something better comes out, then I can always change my mind. But for now, that thing is, I love that thing. It's gorgeous. Cool. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yes, sir. Nice. Well, I, I don't know. I, 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 keep hearing you say grand seiko grand seiko grand seiko what what i mean what is it about grand seiko that that kind of has you enamored so i think for for the price and it's not even just the price you're getting a lot you're getting a lot for what you're paying for compared to other watch brands uh the level it's it's what everyone else says the level of detail is incredible i like their designs i think that they are they're inspired by nature some people think that that's cheesy but I, I like it a lot. I, I think that they're unique. It's different. Um, it's against the grain. Uh, they're getting really popular now. Even back, you know, a year or two ago, they were popular. Yeah. Um, it's not like there's some tiny brand that no one knows about. They're a popular brand. But for what you're paying for, you're getting an incredible amount of watch, in my opinion. And, and I see that when I do videos because I have a macro lens and I get really close in there. And you could see the detail. It's just it doesn't compare to other watches. It's that much better to me in the same price range and even higher and even higher. Mm. It's, it's incredible to me. I, I like them. I, I know they have some things that they could do a little bit better, but no watch, watch brand is perfect in my opinion, but they are perfect in my head. <laughs> Here's one issue that I have with Grand Seiko is I don't know why they don't release a, a Submariner killer. Like they, they could easily mm. do like a, I mean, they have Seiko. Seiko's known for, for dive watches, yet they don't have one, right? And the one they, they have, have dive like watches, they 43, have 45 millimeter. That's just the massive. problem. Yeah. <clears throat> that's the problem. And I, I guess that's what I was getting at is I know they have some, but it's not comparable to like a, a, a you know, 40 millimeter, 39 millimeter, whatever. And, and, but I think they'll get there. You'll see, you'll see. They're, they're probably mm. working on it. I think so too, because they, a lot of people seem to complain about that. They didn't have any, because they have like three ranges, the heritage, uh, which is like their, you know, everyday watches. They have the elegance, which is dressier. And then they have the sports collection. And that's where the dive watches are and the GMTs Mm. type things with the rotating bezel. And they were all big. And then they recently released, I don't know if it's recent, but they have a 40 millimeter gmt it's i think it's the sbge line or something and it's nice it's really nice and it's spring drive um and it's 40 millimeters it's a it's a good size and i'm guessing that at some point they'll release some sort of dive watch with similar specs i'm not sure but yeah. uh my guess is they will yeah their dive watches are massive um, i haven't tried any of them on maybe i'd like it though but they on paper they seem pretty large Mm. Yeah, well, just like you said with your Cartier uh, video, right? Like, oh, on paper, it seemed perfect or too small, actually. But then you tried it on and it's like, oh, it's massive, you know? Squares, yeah. I need to work on my math in my head. (laughs) Squares seem to wear larger than circles. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. It's true. So, yeah, man, that's that's crazy. But Grand Seiko, how many do you own in your collection? So right now, my collection is pretty small. People think I have a lot of watches. I only have two watches. Uh, Two Mm. 
big watches, I guess you can say. I have my, the one I'm wearing right now, this Grand Seiko, and I have my uh, Grand Seiko that my wife got me, the SBGM221. It's that uh, like ivory dial right. GMT with yeah. the blue GMT hand. I love that thing. And that's it. That's all I have. I, I kind of, and I'm going to get, I want to get another one. So I might be all Grand Seiko'd out. <laughs> mm. It's kind of wild. Crazy. <laughs> Yeah, it's so crazy. Do you see yourself veering away from all other brands and just making it Grand Seiko? No, I like other brands a lot. I do. It's just that I'm not filthy rich and I can't go buy whatever I want. So with the limited funds that I have, I'm trying to get what I really, really like. And it, I'm just going towards Grand Seiko every time. But yeah, I do want... There's watches I like a lot. I like watches from Rolex. I do like Rolex. I like um, Omega. I like... Um, I like other brands for sure. There's some independents that I like a lot. There's some um, watches that cost less that I really want. But the thing with the watches that cost less for me is that it, if I buy those, it prolongs my big purchase. And I think I'm fairly patient with that. So it's, uh, yeah, I just, um, my priority is getting that one watch that I really, really like and then doing it all over again and over again. <laughs> I don't know what P. Ross is doing. He's listening to his phone or something. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing, but um, so what was I going to ask you? So you do have that Seiko Five in your collection, right? Do you I do. wear it much? Not at all. Not at all. Oh, it just man. sits in the uh, just sits in my uh, little nightstand and uh, just sits there. I think what I need to do is get a new strap for it. I don't like the strap that I currently have. Maybe I'll switch that out, and I think it might get a little bit more wrist time. So now that you obviously have seen some crazy watches and, and, and whatnot, do you see that Seiko 5 as like way inferior and it's just not worth your, your wrist time or you just don't see it that way? Or what's what's your perception of like? Yeah, it's totally inferior. And uh, anyone that would wear that is no, it's <laughs> not nah, at all. Snob. No, not at all. Uh, no, it's just um I think I need to get a new strap for it. And I think I did tell you guys, I modded that one. And, and when I look under the crystal, yeah. I, it's a little bit dusty and that bothers oh. me a little bit. <laughs> every, so every time I see it, I see that dust and I didn't notice the dust until I got a macro lens. So mm. even with the naked eye, you can't tell that much. It just, it just throws me off a little, but they're, they're, they're fun. They're nice. But I just, um, I don't know. I really like wearing, uh, Grand Seiko. It's not even other brands. I just like Grand Seiko a lot right now. <laughs> I think that's what we going in the future with you, just Grand Seiko. Period. It's it's, it's fine. I, I feel like it's yeah. I feel like that's where we at. Yeah, I, I want other brands. I really do, but you know, I'm I have limited funds here. You know, I can't buy all the brands. <laughs> well, I mean, but you you checked out so far. So let let's recap. You've done Rolex, of course. You did IWC, Cartier. <laughs> what other brands did you check out i had an omega the um oh yeah uh, no time to die watch that's right Um, that's right that one's really i like that one a lot minus the fultina fultina yeah i liked it a lot i was really surprised by how much i'd like that thing it's light um it was a good size i think it was 42 millimeters but who cares it just depends on how it looks on your wrist and i felt like it looked great that strap was really nice or bracelet um it was titanium too yeah titanium Mm -hmm. the whole thing was just a great package. I don't like that it's really connected with Bond. Um, I just yeah. wish it was a regular Omega Seamaster, um, but it was a killer. I, I liked it mm. a lot. Yeah. So, so Omega is on my list. Maybe not a Seamaster. I like the Globe Master a lot. I know it's not that popular, but I think that one's really cool. Mm. Yeah. No, those are nice. Yeah. Have you had a chance to check out the Speedy in the meadow? Oh, I. So when I got my Grand Seiko, um, I had a couple watches on my list and the new Speedmaster was one of them. And I did get to try them on and they're really nice. I really like what they did mm. with the bracelet, how it tapers now and it's mm-hmm. a different style. And then the dial looks a little different. It has more depth uh, and depth is always nice in a dial to me. That thing was really nice. So I was really torn, but my thought with the Speedy was that so many people have it. Yeah. And then also it was brand new at the time. So they weren't offering any discounts. Um, so I was like, eh, I don't think it's worth it right now. Uh, and the speedy will always be around. Uh, that, that Everyone's going to absolutely. Get it. Everyone has the opportunity to get one if they have the funds for it. So, but 
a controversial question for you. And Uh-oh. we've asked this question to people before. Who do you think makes a better product, Omega or Rolex? Uh, so I've only handled, you know, long-term uh, the that uh, Bond watch. Uh, and long-term would be like 30 days. That's not super long. And I have mm. handled a lot of Rolexes. Uh, that's tough to say. That So just based off of feel alone? Uh I don't know. That's tough. I don't know. I have to answer though, huh? Um. <laughs> well, I mean, you don't have to. It's just, it just. I, I guess what it is for Rolex for us, like for P and for a lot of people, yeah. for myself, is just we feel like they're overhyped, especially for the inflated prices people are asking and how nuts people are going. It's just like I, I, we don't think it's worth it. You know, it's, they make a good product, but I don't, I don't think they're worth that much of a hype. I don't know what it is about Rolex that people just right. go crazy over them. Yeah, that's sort of the thing that got me, you know, sort of over them. That that, that it's not. I don't know whose fault it is. I, I really don't. I know that uh, they're hard to get at retail price. Uh, I know that they're really expensive on the secondary market. Whose fault it is? There's multiple reasons for that, I guess. Um, but yeah, I don't think I would pay over retail for any of their watches. Um, that's just way too expensive. And when you, I think that they have incredible bracelets. They're, they really have nice bracelets compared to other brands uh in that price range i guess you can say um but the actual watch itself they have some iconic designs they're really really well made they're really nice um but um yeah i think that a lot of that me thinking they're really nice and iconic is it could be all the hype surrounded by it you know i i am influenced by things i think everyone is to a certain extent and yeah i think at some point something hit me and went this is dumb. Why would I, why am I chasing these watches? Why am I going to these ADs begging for these watches when there's other great brands out there, like really, really good brands that are, you know, equal or better at the same price or even less sometimes. And that's the thing. People say that uh, you're settling for another brand. I'm not settling. It's the other brands are, there's some, Mm -hmm. in my opinion, you know, better brands out there for a lower price. Now, there, there's no brand you know in that price range that has better resale value that there's no. none so if that's what you're chasing and that's the only thing you're chasing then you have to get a rolex because they have the best resale value but if that's not the only thing you're looking at then there's other brands out there to consider and people need to get off that um rolex hype train in my opinion and appreciate those other brands omega's great get an omega you can get them all at discount yeah i know that oh, yeah. when you get it you won't sell it for more than you paid for it and if that's important to you, then you definitely should consider that. But check out other brands. For sure. Don't be a sheep like me. My <laughs> get the shot. <laughs> that's funny. I remember you saying that in one of your videos about Rolex. Like, so I have the money, but I can't get one. And you went into this whole thing. And I was like, man. Oh, yeah. You, uh-huh. I said it so well. Right. I was like, yep, that's exactly how I feel. Not that I have the money to buy one right or, or even would want to like but miguel didn't you say i think you you're at some point i don't know if it's still the case your your um grail is the samana right yeah but but I, right you work hard right you save the money for it and then you go to the store and you're like hey i saved my money for like you know six months a year two years, whatever and i want this samana and they go man whatever later <laughs> get out get <laughs> out right but you don't understand i have a youtube channel and, yeah <laughs> get out that's the thing i don't like whose fault it is i don't really know for sure i don't like there's a lot of you know people to blame i guess but i don't care i don't care just right another better so what do you do at that point when you go to the ad and you can't get your grill what do you do uh so what happened to me was i would go often and uh, ask and i would just always get told no and then I guess over time you look at other brands and you start of you start to just look the other way and you just the the light you know you see the light and you realize that it's that the world of watches is not Rolex it's it's watches and it took time for me it took time for me and I think what 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 really helped was the fact that I got to borrow a lot of Rolexes and I, I liked them a lot but after a bit you realize that this is just hype you know. I mean, there's, there's substance to it. There is, but a lot of it is hype. And a lot of the reason why I was in love with them is 
because of hype. And I, I still do like Rolex watches. I, I'm not going to lie. They're, I, I like a lot of their pieces still. But, yeah. you know, there's it's other just watches. better. There's other brands. You right. Look at other brands out there. You know? So what, what piece were you chasing that you, that you went to the AD all several of them, times? You know, all of them. All, <laughs> all the ones anything? Just, <laughs> no, I, I don't really like that one too much, but if it's available, I'll buy it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much like any of those sports watches that everyone's chasing. Like, I, but isn't that I, weird? Isn't yeah, that weird that I I'm sure you don't like all of them that much? You just wanted it for the hype. Yeah, you I know? do like them. Even even now that I see the light, I do still think that they make a good watch. I do like the Submariner a lot. I like the Explorer, but you know, I prefer other watches now. <laughs> you know, like Grand Seiko. Right on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She saw the light. I don't want to get jacked either. Damn, have you heard what's been going on here in LA? Shit. No, what happened? Yeah, I, I guess. For Rolexes? Yeah. You ever heard about all that stuff? Well, I guess it's not mm. happening like all the time, but there was like this little spree of folks getting jacked in the uh, like Beverly Hills or something. I think that they just roll up on them real quick, jump them, take the watch and drive away. Something, something yeah. Little did they know they had super clones. So, because right, right, <laughs> even right. the rich can get Rolex, <laughs> right? It's not that they didn't have money. For a super CAD clone. didn't want to get. <laughs> yeah, but that's not the only reason. That's that's. Uh... <laughs> but yeah, that I think with any watch, who knows if they can see it that well from a distance. But that's the thing. Rolex is so iconic; you could see it from a mile away. Yeah, and be like right. I know what that is. Yeah, you know? right. yeah. You don't need to know the reference or whatever. It just looks iconic, you know. And right. And I feel yeah. get sorry for the guys that's wearing Hamas watches that accidentally get in Victor Pro Diver. <laughs> it was you know a partners. It was a partners. Why right. did you take it away? Pagani design. What? My Pagani. <laughs> <laughs> I got shot over. A I, I, I guess that would be an advantage on not wearing a Rolex if you have on a Grand Seiko. Like a watch, if you're a watch person, you really know what Grand Seiko is. But everybody knows what the hell a Rolex is. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, these guys roll up so. on you. Give me your watch. What are you wearing, Grand Seiko? Grand. What, Just Seiko? The, don't say the grand when when they ask you. Just say it's a Seiko. 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 Yeah. That's crazy. All right. Crazy. So, my man, what do you think about the new Rolex releases? Oh, well, hmm. I guess I like some. Uh, I don't think I would be able to get any of them. Um, oh, of course. Uh, yeah, that, we could all agree on that. I think that's... Oh, yeah. Yeah. What do I... So I actually do like the 36 millimeter Explorer, even though I okay. it doesn't really fit my. Well, I need to try one on, but it seems like it fits. Just, it seems the same dimensions as the old 14270, the one I used to have. I always liked that watch, um, and I think a lot of people will really appreciate. It. I appreciate. It. it Just doesn't look good on my wrist, in my opinion. I do like. At first, I hated it. The, I hated the two tone, but now I actually like it. I saw. Instagram does this. I saw um, a post on Instagram of someone having it on wrist and it's kind of neat. I, I get it. I get it. I wouldn't want one for myself, but it's kind of kind of cool. I, I, I dig it. I think it'll fit a good uh, some people that enjoy those two tone models. I, yeah. I'm not feeling it. I mean, not just because it's Rolex, but I just don't feel two tone watches. To mm. So you know yeah two-tone is a is is a bit of a controversy isn't it, it, it it's very 80s like extremely 80s you see somebody with a date just two-tone date just it's just like 80s yeah. straight up so mm-hmm. i haven't seen one in the metal though i mean to pass judgment on something i personally haven't seen but yeah just on just on pictures i like it but i don't love it but i think it's cool i mean i think it's different um however uh, uh what was it the explorer 2 50th anniversary how'd you how'd you feel about that so I, I expected something, you know, crazy since it was a 50, 50th anniversary. Not wild, but, you know, something different. But just um, at a glance, it looks like the same watch. But the yeah. thing is, I, I, I do like the Explorer 2 just in general. So I, I think that they improve. I think they slim down the lugs a little bit. Um, and that's one complaint I have with Explorer 2. So... I like it, but of course it was a 50th anniversary and they should have, they do whatever the hell they want, but I think they could have done something a little more than that. I wish they shrank it down to 40 millimeters is what I, I wish they did. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Now, why, 
So why is it that the Explorer 2 is not as popular as it should be? I don't know. I'm not sure. It's interesting, uh, right? Yeah. I, I mean, the Cellini, I get it because it's kind of like a dress watch. And, and I still, it, it baffles my mind. I mean, Rolex is, I mean, we just talked about it, right? I mean, people want them to line up outside the store. They beg the ADs. They do all kinds of crazy things. Yet nobody wants a Cellini. I think it's a beautiful watch. I mean, I, I don't get it, man. I really don't get it. I like it a lot, too. I think that the, I think a lot of folks that, actually, I, I don't know. It, it, it's that it's a dress watch and maybe the fact that the case back is not see-through. Maybe that does something for people. I'm not sure. But yeah, yeah. I don't know why that one's not so popular because it is a really nice watch. I like it a lot. I've never tried one on. I've seen them before, but, you know, just from seeing them, I, I like them. Okay. Yeah. So how do you feel about Rolex uh, doing this crazy thing now with uh, with their dials? Like the, the Datejust, right? 36, they have this like... They ain't no Grand Seiko. They ain't no Grand Seiko. That's, what I think. <laughs> That's a flex. That's a flex. <laughs> they ain't no GS. Nah, That's a flex. The new dials, I think it's interesting. Um, but they've done, you know, pattern dials before, but maybe not yeah. so much with... Uh, I think one has leaves in it, like an actual, like... Uh, yeah. They've done like patterns, like, uh, you know, I don't know, the different textures, I guess, but actual sort of a picture of something is, is, is new to them. I, I, it's like the tree behind you. It's, it's like that. <laughs> it's really like the right. one. Yeah, in my, in my yeah. mansion that's yeah. not digitally <laughs> right. uh, here. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, I'm going to say this about the, the day just. I don't like it personally, but like when, when you hear people complain about Rolex don't do nothing new. Mm. And it's the same thing. This is actually something kind of new for them. You know what I mean? Um, and I can see a lot of people gravitating to this. Great point. Great point. I think that that watch will be hard to get. That's what I think. Yeah. But I just don't get it till they're doing all these crazy things on the back end. And they just introduced the Daytona with the meteorite dial, right? So they're doing all these things. Yet the thing that people thought they were they going to do different in the Explorer 2, they, they just basically said F you to everybody. So I, I that's the thing I don't get about Rolex, but I think that's they do it on purpose. I, I really think they do it on purpose because they want to throw everybody off and just let everybody know we move at a snail's pace and we have no intention of listening to to you guys. We do what we want. So it's interesting, you know? Yeah, it is interesting. It yeah, the things that you expect just don't happen. I, I did not expect the, the Rolex the Explorer to go down the thirty six millimeter, but it did, and a lot of people wanted that, but then people yeah. want other things, and they just completely ignore it. So I'm not sure what's going on with right. that, with their thinking. But I, they don't have any issues with uh, making that money. So oh, that's for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, that's for sure. Well, so enough what do about I know? Rolex. I was gonna say enough about Rolex. It seems like all we've been talking about is Rolex, and and I mean they're great watches, but there's so many other great watches like the Cartier yeah. that you uh, recently had on the video. I. That I've never seen that thing with the strap that you showed with the with the pin system. How yeah, they, that was like, hot. What the heck? I was like, man, yeah, more people should definitely get on board with that. Like, you're paying thousands of dollars for these things. Like, we don't need tools. Like, right, you should be able to just do it with your finger. I mean, that's cool. Mm -hmm. I get it if you have a, a cheaper watch, but if you pay anything, anything over a thousand, <laughs> no, not anything. But if I'm paying six thousand dollars for a watch, then that'd be cool if it had that feature <laughs> you yeah. know why yeah. not you know why not pleasing mm -hmm. something like that so have you ever handled a cartier before me besides the uh one that i reviewed yeah. um yeah. i've tried on the tank um tank solo i liked it um but like that was just at the store and you know when you're at the store you're only mm -hmm. wearing it for a yeah. minute or so and i like them as a dress watch but yeah that was my first time really handling Cartier watch. But how do you, f I, I personally know, no offense or anything. I just don't think it goes with you. I just, when I think <laughs> of Brandon, I don't think of Cartier. I think right, more sports right. watch or Grand Seiko, stuff like that. Do you feel the same or? Well, the, the, that watch is considered, I guess, a sports watch, even though it's yeah. a, a luxury <laughs> brand. Uh, the history is kind of, it, it has a neat history. Um, right. And it does come on a stainless steel bracelet. So, uh, but it does, it, it, the thing with that watch, I think is very versatile because it, it's dressier because you think that, and then also 
it does have that sporty vibe to it because it does have sport uh, pilots uh, roots, I guess. So um, I liked it a lot. I, I, I would not get the large, I would get the medium, um, but I think it was a pretty nice watch. But again, I'm limited in my funds. So what I buy, it's, I have to be extremely picky and no, I would not, I'm not going to buy the Cartier, uh, but it was mm. a great watch. If I had a lot of money, that would definitely be one that I can add to my collection. So I'm curious. Absolutely. I mean, I've, I've handled many fashion brands. So has P Ross, but I, yes. I personally never handled a Cartier. How about you P? Have you ever handled one? Uh, yeah, actually, um, the guy where I go get my nails done. He let me go. Oh, okay. Footage of it. Of it. He had a tank. What did he? Oh. It was. So, you know, they're nice. They're really nice. So that video is coming soon too. But okay. Yeah. But here, here's the question then. In in your opinion, what Brandon? What is the difference between a fashion brand and a in Cartier? I mean, because really they're they're fashion house. So what what are you can 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 you break the differences for people that maybe wondering? Well. You know, like Louis Vuitton has watches too, right? Um, but by the way, I, I've expensive. Heard, I've heard some of them are are kind of coveted by some of the watch collectors. Which ones? I have no idea. But um, but we, but yeah. Anyway, what 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 can you tell us about that? Well, I'm the last person that would uh, I think people should listen to when it comes to that because I haven't really thought about it all that much. Uh, but uh, thinking about it now. Um, I guess Cartier is a pretty, you know, old brand, pretty mm -hmm. uh, heavy brand, um, but they have been making watches for quite a long time. Um, I mean, the Cartier Santos that I reviewed uh, first came around, not the first production model, but it was uh, first uh, sort of the, the thought to create was in 1904 when, um, what is his name? Alberto Santos Dumont. Um, the pilot, Brazilian pilot, um, needed a wristwatch. And at the time, um, what is it? Uh, pocket watches were popular. So Louis Cartier made him a watch. I mean, there's actual history. You know, there's, it's, you know, there's actual history to this. Um, right. Now, when you go to a fashion brand, um, I can't think of one. Um, a lot of times it's just, we need to make a watch. Uh, just put some shit in it. Quart quartz, nothing's wrong with quartz at all. But it's like, Make something, make it fancy, put put Gucci's name on it or whatever, and uh, yeah. here you go. Here's a here's a crappy watch for um a thousand dollars or so. So yeah. Yeah. So I think right. that's sort of what I think of when I when I think of a fashion brand watch. And then with the Cartier, there's actual there's actual history behind that thing. And it's an right. in-house movement. I mean, that's a it's a legit, it's a they're a real watch Absolutely. company to me. Yeah. Now they do have their tank solos that come in. They do have quartz models, but I don't think there's anything wrong with quartz at all. Um, but I think a lot of folks associate the fashion brand watches with quartz movements and um, that's fine. But, um, but yeah, I think uh, Cartier. But even the quality built on the Cartier is different, right? Aside from the, oh, movement, yeah. the history, even the, the quality built, I mean, you from the tell. watch that I, from the watch that I handled. Yeah. It was a very high quality watch. Um, Definitely on a different level from some of like like a movement watch or something. Not even I don't oh know, gosh, can be uh, saying those two <laughs> brands in the wow. same sentence. Mm -hmm. Wow, <laughs> but that's what I think of when I think of fashion brand. I guess so. Yeah, they're not even on the same level. Like mm. I think that if you if you like let's say uh, like a sport any sports watch from Omega or Grand Seiko or Rolex. I think it compares to those. It, it's it's that that high quality to me. It's a good watch. Really nice watch. For sure. Okay. For sure. Great answer. <laughs> P. Ross, do you have anything uh, to to add on to that? No, I was just wondering because it's like like they do more than one thing. They do more than watches, just like a lot of fashion brands do. You know what I mean? I was just interested in your opinion on that. So. Yeah, it's crazy how Cartier gets gets a pass, but everybody else doesn't. But I mean, you guys said it. You know, they have rich history, right. and and it's 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 different. They're they're a different. Uh, they're in a different position, I guess, in the market, right? So, right. yeah, first pilot's watch, really. I mean, yeah, you don't think about it, but mm -hmm. it's the first, which is weird, watch. right? It's Cartier, Cartier, <laughs> and then they have the crazy, you know, crash. I mean, that's become an icon. That's like crazy, and I mean, the tank. Everybody from Princess Diana to just everybody just 
worn one, you know. So mm-hmm. I, I think they're elegant. I think they're they're beautiful and yeah, man. So absolutely. Mm. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, bro. Nice pieces. So, nice pieces. So out of all the brands that you've dealt with, what would be your perfect three watch collection? Well, let's take a guess. Grand Seiko, Grand Seiko, <laughs> Grand Seiko. Uh, I don't know why I'm going in that direction. I know why I'm going in that direction. But uh, mm-hmm. so with my life now, uh, you know, that sort of funding that I have. Uh, yeah, Grand Seiko probably all the way. Um, That's what's up. Yeah, I think my because I only have really two, you know, big watches. I have a, a Seiko five, which is a I don't wear that often, but I have two Grand Seikos, and I'm I'm uh, probably gonna get a third, probably. Mm. So White Birch is my next watch, um, but man, I wish I could like other. I do like other brands, but you know, I'm gonna put my <laughs> hard earned money towards what I like. <laughs> so. Gs it is. Gs it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Yes, do you think your your love for anime in japan has anything to do with yeah you? good I mean, point okay yeah mm. great point because so i do have sort of a history uh with japan I, I went to college there for about a year and a half um so i did live there and i think i do understand the 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 sort of design choices they make and, and their philosophies behind the brand i think that i do relate to it a little bit more than other brands um and yeah, definitely. I think that that definitely influences me a little bit. Okay, well, this is this is perfect segue for what do you prefer, Swiss or Japanese? Uh, for watches, um, geez, uh, Japanese. It's it's. Uh, I I don't have to. Yeah, just Japanese. Right, Japanese. I know that folks will say Swiss has a rich history of watchmaking. That's you know the the heart of of uh you know watchmaking but i don't care um i think japan <laughs> makes better watches or not japan but seiko i think that the mm-hmm. grand seiko i think they make better watches they have history too um and i don't have to like uh swiss more um i appreciate right. their history and i appreciate the fact that they they make great watches but i don't care i like japan um watchmaking more i appreciate right on that. right on mm-hmm. that's what's so <clears throat> do you is i keep hearing you talk about grand seiko and grand seiko and, and i know you're huge on like timekeeping right so i keep, I keep mentioning it yeah but uh so let me ask you how do you feel about seiko aside oh, from grand seiko i mean so seiko in general uh i love them they make great watches i think they make great watches at a crazy range of prices too which is cool because they do have like Two thousand, three thousand, four thousand, five thousand dollar watches in the yeah. Seiko. Mm-hmm. They're expensive, but yeah, you can if you want. Um, if you, depending on your budget, you can get any Seiko. Really, you can get a Seiko. I think they're cool. I think a lot of folks are giving them uh, crap for a lot of their recent moves. I haven't been keeping track of too many of them. I think they're going a little bit higher in price. Right? Is I'm not sure if, if you guys know that, but um, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so prices are normalizing or whatever, because obviously they they've undervalued themselves for a long time, in our opinion. You know, you, you were getting so much, right? With the mm-hmm. Seiko Five. It's like you tell me what oh, other yeah. watch brand out there, in house movement, automatic, all these crazy things for less than hundred bucks. Like mm-hmm. no. Yeah, and you would get and you'd buy the watch for like eighty bucks or something, and then you get it, you know, get it in the mail and you would see the little tag with the price on it right. being like 180 or 250 yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they were selling for quite lower, but yeah. Yeah. Mark. And I keep mentioning this, but it was really interesting. It was impactful, at least for me when we had Mark from long, long Island watch, we asked him uh, about the, the Seiko moving up market. And he basically just stopped us and said, they're not moving up market. What's happening is the gray dealers are disappearing. Seiko hated the gray dealers because the gray dealers did what they did. They made Seiko a cheap brand or affordable brand when in reality it really wasn't. Like, and you hit the nail on the head, right? They said, um, or he said, when you would get a watch, an SKX, the price was never $180. It was always $300 something, always. But because the market demanded a lower price, we kind of had to sell it lower, you know? So it's just mm-hmm. kind of, uh, 
normalizing now. It's not that they're going to market, you know? So that was, that was pretty interesting. You know, we talked about QC issues as well. And he had a good point. He's like, do you really think they care to change anything? They don't. The watch community or the watch enthusiasts is such a small market of the people that buy their watches that they're not going to listen. I hope they do, though, mm -hmm. because that's one of the main criticisms for people. Like, if you're moving up market, then give us better QC and give us better specs. Right. right? And that's kind of one of the main issues. But I think once they correct that, they're going to have a huge impact. You know what I mean? So mark my words grand seiko is definitely getting more expensive obviously you guys could see it and it's only going to keep going up because they know what mm -hmm. they have i think that's always going to be lower than the swiss because they need to beat them they're never going to beat the swiss or the perspective that people have of swiss watches uh but i think they definitely realize that they're undervaluing their their product you know so yeah absolutely the, and I noticed, I don't know if you guys noticed, well, you, Brandon, probably more than, than us, like the Snowflake, the, the Grand Seiko Snowflake. I, I've been really interested in picking one up, so I was doing a little research. But, man, they're getting expensive. They're almost, like, coveted, you know? Are they really? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it, it's nice to see that, like, they didn't, like, devalue it. If anything, they're kind of gaining popularity. And, um, I mean, it makes it sad for people like me that I'm like, man, I really want a Grand Seiko, but yeah, they're they're retaining their value. Like maybe not all of them, but the popular models, you know what I mean. And I don't know how I feel about a nine F quartz. I know they're amazing movements and great timekeeping, but if I'm going to spend that much money, it better be a high beat or it better be a spring drive. You know? Mm -hmm. How yeah, about a lot you, of God? a lot of folks don't. Uh, yeah, it's hard to convert a lot of folks to quartz. I'm one of them. I I. The thing is, I'll say I do like the watches with the, the Grand Seikos with quartz, but am I buying them? No, I'm, I'm not buying them yet, uh, but I like them. So I think my, my uh, uh, what is it? I forgot the freaking term. I put my money where my mouth is, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> and if I'm not buying it, I obviously still have some sort of reservation still about quartz movement. But, you know, just talking about it, um, I do like their quartz watches. And you can get them for a good price, too. So... What movement do you have in your in the watch you're wearing, the blue one? So the blue one's the high beat. I don't know the exact um, model number, but it's a high beat. And the, the weird thing is that ever since I liked Grand Seiko, I wanted a spring drive movement. And I have two Grand Seikos now, one with the regular automatic GMT movement and now one with the high beat movement. And my next one that I want is the, the newer high beat movement. And I still don't have a freaking spring drive. I don't know how that mm. happens. <laughs> Uh, that's crazy so one day i'll get a spring drive at some point and i've always wanted the snowflake too and i just keep sort of postponing that purchase so one of these days mm. what happens yes. with grand seiko is that you damn i keep talking about grand seiko <laughs> <laughs> all right p Ross, we're, gonna, gone, we're gonna title this the grand seiko show with brandon Minan. <laughs> right I gotta, uh -huh. I gotta stop the thing with the snowflake is that that's what attracts a lot of folks to the brand that's the watch yeah. that you see first right and go oh i want that but then when you go to the store and see a bunch of grand seikos laid out there you realize oh crap there's some really other there's a lot of nice grand seiko watches besides the snowflake and and that happened to me and that happens to me each time i go to any of their stores and i'm like damn it <laughs> and i end up getting so how do you feel about titanium i know a lot of people they're like, I love Grand Seiko and I love this and love that. But the titanium just doesn't do it for me because it feels like a fake watch or like I'm not wearing anything. Well, they don't have a lot of uh, I don't know how many models they have that are titanium, but it's mainly the snowflake that's titanium. Um, a lot of the, their watches are seasons collection, things. right? Some a few of them might be. I'm not sure. I, I don't know off the top of my head, but I know that their most popular sort of watch to people is the snowflake that's titanium. And I first time trying it on it did feel the uh, a lot of in my head i went oh this is light and you think oh cheap right but that also right. happened with the omega um seamaster no time to die that bond watch that was titanium mm -hmm. and the first time i tried it on it was light now why is it so light and you kind of think cheap but since i got to wear that one for a while um it only took a couple days to realize that it's great like that lightness feels really good to me and then that whole like cheap mentality just just went away went away right yeah. okay but yeah. i like titanium it, it's it's light um so mm -hmm. it's, it's a different shade of right. gray but um it's a little darker it, it tends right. to be a little darker but it right. feels great feels great it's light but it's also stronger than steel so yeah 
Yeah, but you no. can still scratch it though, right? I I, I heard it's uh, yeah, so kind of scratchable. Mm-hmm. So cool. Well, let's switch gears here because I want to pick your brain a little bit about YouTube. Maybe a lot of uh, listeners, a lot of people watching are YouTubers, and obviously we we want to pick your brain a little bit about your success. Um, I mean, clearly what makes your channel great is a number of things, and I'll give you my opinion, and then you could kind of give us your take on it. But your personality is awesome, man. Like that's mm-hmm. something that we we you just can't you just got to have it or, or you either have it or don't have it. And you're awesome. You're just like laid back, funny as hell. Some of your skits. I mean, I, I thought you were going to come out with your wig and, and do your little, what, what's the guy's name? Your character? I don't even have a name for him. I don't even know why I do that. <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah. Well, that's the no. thing about you that every, every time I talk to you and I go, you know, ask you something, it's like almost like you don't know, like you, <laughs> consciously do something but you're funny and, and you do things and i'm like all right i i know you're a superstar and i know you're gonna hit next time we have you on the show which i hope we do you're gonna have twenty thousand, thirty thousand. it's, it's you, sky's the limit my friend and your edits are crazy like your transitions and your b-roll it's like and i told you that and you're like well i just learned it from youtube but i'm like well you're talented because we could spend hours and countless days and, and months studying youtube but if you don't have a talent, if you don't have the raw talent, you're just not going to be good. And mm-hmm. you are good, you know. So in my opinion, it's your personality, your editing, your videos, and also the watches you've been presenting. I mean, Crown and Caliber, man, it's, I'm, I'm proud of you, you know. When when I saw that partnership, Absolutely. I think I reached out to you. And I, you know, I'm proud of you because I'm like, hey, consider this guy a friend. And, and that's a huge accomplishment. So P. Ross, anything you want to add to that? I mean why yo, brandon uh, is great and why he's so successful yo the guy's great because he's great okay you he's know blushing. what i mean i mean yeah let him blush he can blush it's fine man blush you know what i'm saying you've earned the blush no no i i love your character especially like the one on the bike when you do the bike and look into the camera with the wig oh my god like that is amazing I, I was probably, when you first did that, I probably looked at that every day for about two weeks. <laughs> that that was pure entertainment, man. I love it. You know what I'm saying? I love your personality. I love everything about you, man. Congratulations. For oh, sure. Thank you, guys. Deserve thank it all. You guys, you guys have been there from, from day one. I really appreciate it. You guys are awesome. Yeah. This thank guy you. is a true definition of when I say stay humble, this guy, like, he is humble. Like, for everybody... <laughs> watching listening he is the same person right. on camera as he is off camera so i would i would like to see flex once in a while though i would like to say flex i would like to say everybody deserve a flex every now and then you know i need to I'm get saying? a little more loose sometimes i'm a no. little a little tight but i need to let loose a little right sometimes right Man. maybe you can make another character where you just flex yeah you know what i mean so yeah, yeah. So any any advice, Brandon? I mean, what what's something you found that works, doesn't work? I mean, I think there's just with with YouTube watch YouTube channels, there's so many different kinds and it depends on what you want to do. There's those guys that can just turn the camera on and just talk for 10 minutes and not even that's it. They just sit there and talk and and. I don't have that, that talent. Um, but some of them do a really good job of it and, and they don't edit anything. They just turn the camera on and talk. And I think that that's, that people just like to hear their opinions and, and that's, that's yeah. great. So if you're that kind of person, just turn the camera on and talk. But for me, when I make the videos, I, I sort of was influenced by a lot of non watch YouTube channels, like tech channels and other things. And I just find it more fun to make like a, um, like a piece of art, I guess you can say, like a, to present it in that way. And that's just just my style. But if you want to do that style, um, and I'm by no means an expert, I'm, and, and I just realized a couple of weeks ago, I, th- you're constantly learning things um, right. throughout the, uh, like how to do things better. And, and there's something that I've been doing terribly wrong for a long time. And I realized a couple of weeks ago, and, and, and it's just, re- it's weird. You realize, like you think that you know, a lot, but you don't know anything. Do you, oh, you're always learning. So, um, yeah, just if you want to go sort of my style with that sort of presentation, uh, you just have to keep learning and learning and learning and learning and, and trying and trying. It takes a while. It takes a while. A lot of YouTube tutorials, that's for sure. <laughs> 
So Absolutely. is there is there a best time to to upload a video? Is there uh, um, I, any anything? I haven't had time to research that. I know a lot of folks do. I don't look at my analytics too often, um, but uh, I think that that's something I need to dive into to see what the best upload times are. I know some folks will change their thumbnail through um, a couple times to see how how that. Um, you know, how the audience reacts to that or if it gets more views. Um, but that's something that I have not really taken a dive into yet, the whole analytics portion. I just kind of make a video and when I'm done, I put it out, really. <laughs> got it. Hey, it works for you, man. Right so, yeah. hey, we got 10 minutes left. Um, I mean, best of luck to you. Obviously, your partnership with Crown Caliber is awesome and it's only going to get better. I mean, if, if people already, uh, by people, I mean other companies already know that you have that partnership great things are going to come your way um so i'm excited for you man because your thank success you. equals all of our success somehow i don't know how but <laughs> <laughs> no thank you thank you and and you guys have really uh been there since the beginning and i really appreciate it now and i definitely want to come back if you'll have me <laughs> oh yeah absolutely <laughs> absolutely you're you're part it's of the family fun talking man. to you guys always fun talking to you guys so let me ask you something random since we're, we're let's talk other things right aside from watches I, and i'm interested and i hope you don't you don't get weirded out but uh -oh. man, you and your brother are crazy buff like you guys <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. Every time I see you guys, I'm like, these guys look like bodybuilders. Like, what the hell? Like, I know you guys ride your bike a lot and do a lot of cardio, but is it just like a like a, a genetic thing, or do you guys do anything different? You lift a bunch of weights, you eat something different. I mean, what what is it? I don't know. <laughs> Again, the guy. I have a six pack. I don't know how. And, and, and he's blushing again. He's blushing again. Oh wow, that's funny. That no, I don't know what to say. Just uh, jeans, maybe. Man, no, we, the guy so, took he took a picture yesterday of here. I was getting my hair cut, and he's just kind of slouching like this, sitting down with big old yeah. six pack and pecs. And I'm like, what the right. hell? How? Uh -huh. How do you how do you look like that? Like, <laughs> casually just cutting his hair, looking like you know. Oh man. Well, we, we ride a lot, um, but uh, usually that makes you really skinny. I guess we, I used to lift a lot of weights. I don't know if that uh, um, sort of is still there, the, the muscle build from there. But uh, ever since uh, cor uh, coronavirus, I haven't, I haven't gone to the gym once, but uh, mainly biking, man. I think it's jeans. Definitely jeans. <laughs> but do you eat anything different? I mean, do you keep a, a, a diet or you just pig out all the time? Or eat whatever uh, you want? Or... I guess with eating, I don't... Um, of course, I eat things that I like, um, but for the most part, I try to eat kind of healthy. I don't have some sort of strict diet, but I don't pig out all the time. Um, like I, I won't if I if I had like a donut, I'll go. Maybe I shouldn't have a second donut. You know, I'll just think like that. Or, or uh, right. I don't eat. Yeah, just I just try to eat healthy. I'm not on a keto diet or or any of those diets. I don't know what they're all called, but um, I just try to eat healthy. All right. So what have we learned oh, in the whole hour that we've had, Brandon? Let's see. He loves Grand Seiko <laughs> That's a <it>. lot. He, <laughs> two, he, he loves Grand Seiko. Yeah, he loves Grand All of all the points are you three. Loves, you know, another point, uh, you just got to be born with good genes if you want to have a six-pack and pecs. <laughs> Don't work out. Don't have a diet. Who cares? You just got to be born with it. Uh, number three, to be successful on YouTube, just do what you like and just upload it and just don't look at the analytics and just be yourself. Anything else, Peter Ross? What else am I missing? Uh, that's it. Be yourself, man. <laughs> is it? This is a cool thing about Brandon. It's like he doesn't even try. <laughs> what the hell? It's like he doesn't even try, and he's just great. I'm that's trying awesome. Here. I'm trying. <laughs> but thank you, guys. Thank you. Well, I, I'm sure you're trying, but it does honestly. It, it doesn't come across as as you trying just because you're you're that good, man. At, at everything that you do and it, it, it's awesome so thanks Thank for you. being a friend and a family member of a socal watch reviews podcast where can people find you uh so my um youtube channel is just my name brandon manancio m-e-n-a-n-c-i-o and then instagram i guess you could search my name as well but my whatever you call it uh is handle uh, yeah, handle, yeah, is uh, bshaw4, which is B-S-H-A-A-W and the number four. And that is from Brian Shaw from the Los Angeles Lakers in the early 2000s. Uh, he was like my semi-favorite player at the time, and mm. they called him bshaw. 
Okay. Interesting. Oh, yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. All right. P. Ross. Ross Wristwatch Love Everywhere. Uh, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. And check out the SoCal Watch Reviews Facebook page for our podcast. We're blowing up everywhere. Nice. And, and we flexing. Flexing. P. Ross is. I'm. I'm not. I, don't, no, we, we, I, I, I can't really do that. I, I can't do that. But <laughs> SoCal watch reviews for me on obviously um, YouTube and uh, Instagram. And if you just put SoCal watch reviews on the podcast, you can find us. We may have to do another episode, P. Ross, because we've been thinking about really changing maybe the name of the podcast or doing things different, just because. Obviously, I started this whole thing out as me, but people associate P. Ross with me and they get confused mm-hmm. and then they go to my page and they go, wait, is this a review? Is this a podcast? Like, I don't get it. So we want people to just maybe separate everything and know that the podcast is both of us. And then my channel is me and his channel is P. So I don't know. I, it's so much work, man. And we got family, so I, I don't know. But <laughs> but yeah, that's that's kind of what it is. Brandon, thank you so much for coming on again, man. Thank um, you, guys. Thank you, Any party words? Uh, by Grand Seiko, maybe. By Grand Seiko. <laughs> That's it. And That's do it. you, do you, do what makes. Don't don't follow that hype train. Hey, that great, That's great it. advice. There you go, man. All right, guys. Yeah. Thank you, and stay humble. <laughs> <laughs>